Welcome to Tiny Victories, the show where we offer up minor accomplishments and fleeting joys. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. And each week on the show, no matter that 2020 ended the hottest decade in recorded history, we're going to share one thing that gives us a reason to get out of bed, something we like to call a tiny victory. That's right. So thanks for joining us. For the next 10 to 15 minutes, we invite you to hit pause on your anxiety. You should stop thinking about Elon Musk's starship, and I'll stop worrying about how electric eels are working together when Americans can't. And I'll stop worrying about the fact that I read about an apartment in the New York Times that was described as being big enough for one and a half people. And now, let's get tiny. Let's do that. You know, Laura, uh, we are a short podcast. You might even say we're a snackable podcast. You might. You might. And maybe it's a good time to do that because today we're going to talk about actual snacks. (laughs) Perfect. But first, this episode is sponsored in part by Zola. Zola is dedicated to making wedding planning easier and less stressful. That's my middle name less stressful with wedding vendors save the dates invitations free websites registry and more it's all in one place as you know i'm engaged to a guy named brian yes i i love that i am not getting married so tell us what you uh, have heard about zola and how it makes wedding planning easier laura wow i have done it before and let me just say anything that's going to make it easier do it but that's that's here with Zola <laughs> I have been married before and my wedding planning was hey mom I'm getting married and that was about the last I had to say about it <laughs> but other than that <laughs> I think Zola seems yeah. pretty helpful too my nephew got married and their invitation and all the information was on Zola and it was so beautiful and so helpful it was so organized and whenever I would forget because I'm so unorganized uh, what the details were I would just type in their names and Zola and it would pull it up for me again it was fantastic yeah so I'm engaged and wedding planning is like what like I already have a job and then Zola what I love is like they're just like look it's all right here it's easy it's not stressful you go on you make a free website like you're talking about for your guests who forget everything you can set up your gift registry which by the way is a hundred percent the reason to get married absolutely it has smart tools that make it simple it even helps with writing thank you notes which is good because otherwise no one would ever get them it's fantastic and like i said you know i'm terrible at saving things that are in an email but once you know once you invite people i'm speaking as a wedding guest (laughs) once you invite people they can just go back to the website just just put in the name and uh it, it pulls it all up it was it saved my life because i am that unorganized Here's what you do. You go to Zola.com slash tiny today and you use promo code SAVE50. That's SAVE50 to get 50% off of your save the dates. You can also get free personalized paper samples before you purchase. That's Zola.com slash tiny promo code SAVE50. Let's get married. What? You you mean to Brian, not to me. (laughs) Right. Okay, just checking. <laughs> Let's get to ancient Pompeii. Oh. What am I talking about? Well, okay, here's my little story for today. I have been t- 
totally obsessed mm. with this recent discovery of a thermopolium in Pompeii. Oh. You know, obviously, we all know that uh, when Mount Vesuvius erupted in 79 AD, Pompeii was decimated, and they mm-hmm. have now uncovered what was a collection of outdoor food stalls. Wow. I love that they're still uncovering stuff, and I love that it's concession stands. It's like a food court, an outdoor food court. And the pictures are so extraordinary. So I highly recommend you you check these out. One stall had these ornate frescoes, Mm. and there's pictures of duck and goat meat and fish and snails. And what they've figured out from this, the remains is, is that these were food stands, like a kind of a food truck in ancient, you know, Pompeii. Mm -hmm. And you would get your orders in a little clay pot. And it was like food truck. And people would just stop by and pick up these things on their way out. And if we were alive back then, mm-hmm. Laura, I picture us yelling from our windows across the cobble <laughs> kind of stony streets and uh, to about meeting up. And so I would be saying, and we would probably be males, basically, if we were meeting up, sure. I would say, say Lorenzo. Annabelle Naninalini. What say you? (laughs) Ho, let us meet at the Thermopolium. Which one? (laughs) There be 80. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go to the one on the corner of Silver Wedding Street and the Avenue of Balconies. That's an actual location of a thermopolium. Let's do that where we shall snack us on some delicious goat paella and plan plans i will get duck on a stick wonderful i I will i will get fish on in a clay pot baked in wine oh we Mm. will discuss our tiny roman numeral victories what i don't know anything about ancient rome i will pretend to be a man so i can leave the house and wander around i don't really know that much about the culture i do love this because (laughs) When I was little, my mom would cram culture down our throats, which, you know, as a mom should. Nothing wrong with that. No, that's where you got to. I'm not going to do it myself. But we went to the we went to the Pompeii exhibit. We did the, you know, King Tut came through Dallas and Pompeii and you go. And I remember being affected by, you know, you're like, this is a big deal. Like we're look, you're looking at a miniature of the city and, and you can wrap your mind around, oh, a volcano and. I I was always touched by like how they found bodies preserved in forms because Mm. the volcano happened so fast. It was like a hundred mile per hour fire rolled through there. So that was always really striking of like people in, you know, covering their faces or holding hands or covering each other. So that there's something about snacking that connects to humanity because it's so something we do that gives me even more empathy like looking at, at this thing, it's like they were at a concession stand like this, they were at the I had looked the volcano happened the week of the annual festival of the fire god Vulcan, like where we get the word volcano. They were at like Pompeii Coachella and this thing <laughs> happened and what and then and I hate to say it about but like that actually gives me more empathy like, oh, I can see that I can feel that I could that could have been me. Right. Well, it's like, you know, this preservation of this 
thing that we do too. It connects us in a very human way. I mean, we snack, they snack, we all snack. But the funny thing is, is part of the tiny victory of this story was I feel like it redeemed the idea of snacking, Mm. right? This was a kind of place that thermopoleums were the kind of place, you know, you would stop when you're on the way somewhere or it's outdoor food court. Obviously, it's not like sitting down for an eight course meal. And when I was growing up, we were, it was like my household was very anti-snacking. It was always oh. like, don't snack before dinner. Don't snack after dinner. Right. Don't snack before lunch. You're going to spoil your appetite. It was always like, and I and I appreciate this, this idea of like, you know, we, we all sit down for a meal. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of like the idea of like, this is the old way and this is the best way. But, you know, knowing about like the snacking in Pompeii I just think well you know let us redeem this idea like it's this is it's it's okay to eat along the way let's you know we can Mm. we can redeem snacking as something that humans have done since ancient Rome (laughs) at least since ancient Rome we have been doing blank and I feel like you know right now in particular during the pandemic I'm doing a lot of foraging I I mean I'm like going out looking for mushrooms I'm foraging in my kitchen cabinet Mm. so I like a meal might be for me a handful of peanuts and some parsley (laughs) okay I'm not proud of that but then again you know it's some protein and some greens or Mm -hmm. okay maybe a two kind of chips meal that's not good like a corn and a potato or like a vinegar and a barbecue I would say a vinegar and a barbecue. Well, actually, I'm into these really weird chips. Like oh. there's like this. Um, like they're made out of beans. Uh, yes. Yeah. There's like a kale chip and <laughs> an asparagus chip. The whole hilarious thing is they're no better for you than it's a It's really chip. true. When you look at the back, they're very similar <laughs> to look at the back, tortilla chips. It's totally not any better for you. But I, I feel so much better knowing that I'm not just some modern slacker. I could be like an ancient slacker. (laughs) An underlying theme that comes up in some tiny victories, especially for women, is is on a level of acceptance. And it's kind of like, oh, Mm. I see something from the past that tells me what I have already been doing is fine. I'm just going to like... Like you had talked about confirmation bias. Oh, you know what? I'm not alone here. And some people, you know, big meal might be fine for some or sometimes and snacking good too. I I think that's great. It's funny you say that because I think I would normally think to myself that, I mean, we know like body image is, you know, it's a lot of women deal with that. But, you know, I have a 22 year old and they tell me now that they're an adult, you know, and when they confide in me, (laughs) <laughs> they have so many issues that are so similar to, mm. uh, this is like, uh, you know, uh, to mine that uh, I think everybody, you know, struggle, can struggle with mm-hmm. sort of um, perceived notions of what's acceptable and not acceptable. And even with, even with snacking. So let's hear it for the snackers. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> snackers. Thermopolium. Thanks, yeah, Thermopolium. Uh, snackers, we salute you with, yes. with salt or yes. sweet. You know, another little tiny victory in this story is that we've been talking about things that happened in ancient Rome for the last few minutes and not what's happening uh, around the Currently. globe today, which is, it's so stressful, you know? Yeah. And 
just just to be <clears throat> thinking of an image of another time, honestly, I think that's really important for us right now to just take a break. I'm taking a break from 2021 and going back to 79 AD. Just the easier just, times when you were in Pompeii during the volcanic explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to tell you about next week's show. I'm going first. It's me, Jackie Cation. Man, she's always this bossy. Uh, <laughs> hi. I'm Lori Kiltmartin. Uh, we're a bunch of stand-up comics, and uh, we've been doing comedy like 60 years total, <laughs> both of us, but we look amazing. And, uh, working out. We drop every Monday on Max Fun, and it's called The Jackie Laurie Show, and you can listen to it and learn about comedy and learn about anger management and all the things. And Jackie is married but childless, and I'm unmarried but childful. So together, oh. <laughs> I never made that connection before. Entire woman. woman. Is that just what that one's going to end? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Jackie and Lori Show, Mondays, only on Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Tiny Victories. I'm Laura House. And I'm Annabelle Gerwich. Next week, we're going to share victories having to do with our neighbors. Like I had a landlady that may or may not have been a contentious situation that may be changed or didn't. And <laughs> Annabelle has her own neighbor story with a twist. But we want to hear your tiny victories as well. Do you have a story about landlady neighbors, somebody you live near that turned magically into a tiny victory? We want to hear it call the tiny victory hotline at 323-285-1675 you can also record your tiny victory on the voice memo app of your choice and email us the audio our email is tinyvictories at maximumfun.org please try and keep the messages to under a minute so we can share it on the show if you enjoy this show you know what you can do you can help us out by leaving a five-star rating on apple podcasts if you have a comment or question about this week's show, you can holler at us on Twitter or Instagram. Our handle is at GetTinyPod. It's the same for both platforms. And to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me, Annabelle, at L.A. Gerwich. Or you could call it out loud, La Gerwich. <laughs> She's French. You can follow me at I'm Laura House. Thanks to Brian Swartz for our theme music. Our producer is Laura Swisher. We'll see you next week. In the meantime, may you have snackable tiny victories. May you have 80 thermopoliums full of tiny victories. This is a production of Maximum Fun. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.